The Woody Guthrie Center and Bob Dylan Center present Fire in Little Africa, a multimedia hip-hop project inspired by the resilience of Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And now, coming at you live from Greenwood, here are your hosts, Ali Shaw and Doc Free. This is Doc Free. And I'm Ali Shaw. And we're here with our main man, Mr. Oops, three times King Cut. Uh, feeling like goddamn. Fushing with the work, little mama got wham. Did a little twerk, made flip say damn. Pull it on my pole and I skied it like blam. Game old me like a damn Uncle Sam. My rap's what you find when you open up a clam. Loyalty is what a nigga owe to his fam. You ain't got that, then you ain't got now. I ain't playing with these boys, I'm the fucking man. Trying to get M's, I ain't worried about a stand. Oops, it is I, it is the one and only. Yes, rapper, singer, YouTube host, entrepreneur, father. All that. The list goes on. We haven't even started with your AKAs yet. We haven't. <laughs> it's just a lot. How you been doing? I've been good. I've been great. I can't complain. So what? I want to know what kind of response you were getting to uh, Snackin' With Flavor. Man, off the top, uh, it's It's great. Really, I I haven't did nowhere near the promotion I need to, but like it's picking up in places that I never even thought before. Shout out to El Centro, shout out to Albuquerque, shout out to Shirts Texas. <laughs> I just found out about them like five minutes ago. I, I mean, I think you're doing a pretty good job promoting. I don't I don't see why you wouldn't be. I mean, it's I just haven't just put over like five hundred dollars into. Marketing. Oh, gotcha. And just, okay. You know what I mean? But okay. like, I know that feeling. You rolling. hand the check over and you still like, oh no, in terms of like, it's just, yeah, okay. Yes. We good. Put it in your hands, yeah, Lord. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's doing good. It's doing well. Good. Well, I we'll, we'll talk about um, the Snackin' with Flavor album a little later on. The AKA Supper Making Music. That's what I call it. Hey, now. for sure. We had to definitely immediately get into that because Ali Shaw had told me earlier, she was like, I caught myself in a moment of duality where I was snacking with flavor while listening to snacking with flavor. Yes. <laughs> As she should. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So can we get into all of these AKAs? Um, there are so many of them. And What's I'm, the first one? I need to, I know, I, I met him at King Cut. Okay. Was that, was that the beginning? Nah, it's, it, it I kind of got lineage. It started out as, uh, it went from Lil K okay. to Kino to Kino for show to Kino the Champ to Champa Trill Man to Champa Trilly and then King Cut and Flavio Cudatori Nas Flavor King Mr. Oops 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 uh, man it's it's a lot it's a lot I might just 
keep drinking and come up with one. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, let's. What Put I want to know is, what do they mean? Well, let's start with Lil K. Who was Lil K? How old was he? Etc. Lil K was uh, a wannabe. wannabe my, my brother, my brother used to call me Lil K. Okay. He was CJ. He was CJ, and it was we was CJ and Lil K. We would play around in the room, acting like we was rappers. What's the age difference on that with you and your? your Ooh, well, Lil K was like elementary age, somewhere in there. Okay. Like probably about nine ish. Nine ish. Okay. When so, you, the age that you wish to, when you ask to get a part when you go to the uh, barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fast You get a look to your mama, is it in the budget? Uh, to Keno. Keno for sure was uh, like ninth grade, 10th grade when I started rapping with Verse. Okay. And then Keno the Champ was like towards the end of high school, taking it more serious. And then, what high school did you verse go to? Me and Verse went to Central High School. Okay, Braves. And it was a high school. Hey. Yeah, almost there, Brazilian went. Uh, shout out to my man, Cal Caliph. That's right. Shout out to him. Hey, you taught me everything I know on the soccer field, baby. Hello. Yeah, uh, Caliph was the, uh, he was the teacher that I liked because I didn't like math, but he taught me how to do finances. Mm. And he also wore a Rolex every day. Hey, them wow, soccer, them short ass mind. soccer shorts and, <laughs> and a Rolex. Hey, he started here reffing. He and still he, do. And that's that. I was like, okay, I, 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 I mess with you. That's what's up. Central Braves. So we went from that. And then we went from Keno to uh, when you first emerged on the scene. Not just downtown, but like musically, period. Like, what? Tell us about that. What, what was the moniker then? Um, Did you feel first comfortable when you grabbed the mic and said, "My name is"? Uh, I was Kino. Uh, I want to say when I f- like, I went from a wannabe to a gonna be to a professional. Hey, and, that's and the I want to say in the gonna be stages, it was Kino and Kino the champ, and. Uh, Really, man, it was like it's it's kind of crazy because in middle school, in middle school we was rapping and we were selling tapes. Mm-hmm. We would make tapes awesome. in my mama's in my in my house in my mama's room. I mean, my room in my mama's house, and uh, we would sell them. And then fast forward to like high school, uh, me and Verse was rapping on. At his mama's house in his room, and we put it on CD, and we were selling them at schools. And then, like, once I got out of, well, really, I started doing my first shows at like 17, my first real shows as Keno the Champ at 17. And, like, my first show I did was uh, with VJ from Black Gold. Hey, and no. uh, that go back. That was, that was my, my first show at a club that I wasn't even, what I wasn't even supposed was to be at. Are you allowed to say at this point? I I started at Stunners. Hey. And then I went to um uh, I cannot think of the Man. name of this club, but Where I know they used to sneak in the stunners. I know uh, it was it was one on Memorial, like by like uh like seventeenth and memorial, something like that. It was like three frogs. Three frogs. Either, yeah, uh, you were talking yeah. about three frogs. Yes, yeah. sir. I, I was about to say it's like I, I know you were talking about three there. frogs. 
Oh, where? Did you, did you ever go to that show? I, seen, I did not uh, go to the show. I seen Gucci Man in there. Yep. And I seen uh, Rashida. I tried to holler at Rashida. <laughs> yeah. up hey, in there. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know she was with Kirk the whole time. But, hey, if uh, I can tell you about Three Frogs, this is a club built like a strip club, but not. This is just a bunch of damn yeah. mirrors. I seen Looney Colleon out there. Yes. Oh. His CD skipped while he was performing. Oh. Hey, I was at that show. <laughs> Me and my brother Keith. Uh-huh. You remember that? Yeah. It was packed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was he played again sure. over uh, at that spot that I think Fusion is now. He yeah. came back. I just, I just remember uh, doing shows like. Like kind of still in high school, and I was I was really the booking agent for me and my brother, my older brother and stuff. And like, I just remember getting off stage, getting that fifty dollars, and I was like, I just did a ten minute set and got fifty dollars. <laughs> it's over with. The hustle was instilled early. It'll never, I never go down. But like me and Verse was rocking, me and Verse was like, we was man, we feel I feel like we was kids, but we was like, and like. 10th grade, 9th, 10th grade. I want to say, I really want to say 9th and 10th, but it was probably like going into the 10th grade and we was rocking, um, we was rocking Harvard Boys and Girls Clubs. Okay. We was rocking house parties too. We were, uh, we was rocking house parties as far as performing and then when we did the Harvard Boys and Girls Clubs, it was over with. Like, this is, this is what we do. Okay. So, you talking about working with Verse, um, but I also want to ask you about Squeak. Who, first of all, who is Squeak, and what role did he play in your career? He played in a life? very instrumental role in King Cut's career. Uh, Squeak actually, um, I met him. He was—he's a, a local DJ from Tulsa. You know what I'm saying? OG. And I actually met him through a mutual friend of mine. Cause like we was always like I would always see him out at places, and I'd be like, "Damn, this this dude is fresh as hell. Like he got the same ice creams as me, or he got the same kind of Buick as me. Like who the hell is this dude?" And then I come to find out, this is the dude my best friend is talking about the whole time, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" So okay, cool. He uh, DJ, so he uh, he became our DJ and. Uh, I would always see him like uh, we would go to Soko's on Thursday nights. Oh, and, uh, he'll he'll be he'll pull up in the drop, and he'll had a he'll had a car whamming, You know what I'm saying? And he'll, he'll just light up that that, that gas, and we'll be out there just freestyling. We'll just be in the parking lot freestyling, and uh, you can tell he he liked to rap. He really wasn't no rapper, but like then we ended up getting him in the studio. And uh, he's the reason why I have I have the oops oops oops. That's why he play a. That's why I, I represent him real hard. Cause uh, yeah, I wouldn't have had the oops 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 ad libs if it wasn't for him. So where did that come from exactly? You said he's uh, the reason why. Making yes. accident hits. We'll go in the studio <laughs> and just be like oops. oops. <laughs> and then now, after wild. that we we just knew we just knew like we gonna make something. So we're just oops. And then I just came in there and just. Just added some more on to it, and just oops, 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 and that was it from there. But yeah, he 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 really was a he was a DJ and a a, a friend and somebody that just that just helped us though. Like he helped. You he just described a lot. a lot of flavor right there. Yeah, he he helped out a lot. I remember uh, I dropped the album called uh, Player's Choice. 
It was a double album, and I got it pressed up by Ali out there uh, off of Air Depot in Oklahoma City. And he, uh, he, he drove me down there to go pick him up. He was like, man, you ain't got it, man. We could ride down there. Went down there to pick up my album. I was like, man, didn't ask for no gas money or nothing. Like, he just, he loved us, like, still to this day, though. Yeah. Him and, uh, shit, ooh. Everybody was instrumental, though. But, like, yeah, Squeak was that, he yeah. was that, he was that, that big bro. Pretty much when it came to he does carry like that essence, career. that larger than life hero vibe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's always clean. Yeah, cancer too, like me. So he he's a nurturer. Well, I always forget that. I always forget yeah. you're a cancer. cancer's in the house, man. No June thirtieth. No Let's way. go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Squeak, man. He's like the first time I met my brother for real and had him come to a show at the Pony. Uh, he was, I think it was Tone, Steph, I think Burns on the same bill. And then uh, I was just like introducing him to everybody, and then Squeak was like, "This your brother?" I'm like, "What? Whoa!" Like my mind was blown. He's yeah. like, "I ain't, I ain't never met my brother Troy. I know him Squeak for like a hot minute." So like to find out that was like a, a little circle of trust. I'm like, "All right, I'm in the right place. Right, I'm in the right place for sure." I love it, man. That's what's up, man. Shout out Squeak Heavy. Yeah, well, we hear a lot of uh, name dropping for Squeak, so we want to make sure we we tell everybody who he really is. Yeah, Said they'll never catch like, Squeak. Though. In a nutshell, he's he's DJ Screwed to the screwed up clip. <laughs> Basically, that's another mind blow right there. So Very is well that, put. Is that man. where the Screw Cool kind of came from? Nah, actually, Screw Cool came from. Uh, it came from. Of course, it got origins about DJ Screw, but like mm-hmm. uh, Squeak's best friend, uh, one day I was talking about him to my best friend, Foe, and I was like, man, uh, Squeak friend, CGM, man, he Screw cool, man. Like, he, he cool as hell, man. Like, he cooler than Screw. Screw cool. There we go. And that was it. And then I made a song about it, and it shit changed my life. And he made a song about it that had a sample in it, and I got to play it on my show. You did indeed. Yes. Yeah. You was, was one of the first people to catch it. Everybody else knew it, was familiar with it, but you was, you was like, oh, you sound for that. I need it. I need that clean version. Shout out to Donnell Jones. Yeah. And yeah. shout out to Ali Shaw for making the clean version. Oh, that's right. I did. For real. <laughs> put a little wash on it. Yeah, I had to I had to make it radio friendly. <laughs> you know, mm, it's twenty twenty. It's all radio friendly now, right? Yeah, y'all be able to get get away with it now. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think I even realized you stayed in Atlanta for a little bit. I actually stayed in Latonia, but yes, I did stay. I did. I I was back and forth for a little while. I probably I want to say from like, ooh, somewhere like around eleven ish, eleven ish. To thirteen ish somewhere around there, mm-hmm. I uh, I had a um, I had like my cousin Chi Chi's husband name um, his name was Kelly. Uh, he had passed away, and then uh, my oldest brother Kunta, he had got murdered, and then uh, one of my uh like like once once they got once they like left. Like all of the people in my life, that's like older, like just kind of like mentors to to me, they kind of stepped into my life. Like CO two stepped into my shout out to CO two. CO two stepped into my life a little bit more heavier because he was he was friends with my oldest brother Kunta, and then like uh, 
Kamau, he came into my life a little more heavier. And he had a, he had a spot out there. And he was just like, man, why don't you just go on and just move around for a little bit? You know what I'm saying? Clear your head up. Mm. Get your, you know what I'm saying? Until we get this TNT thing popping back again. Mm. And uh, I went out there, and it, it changed my life for the better. I went out there. Everybody know I'm non-athletic, a non-athletic person. And uh, I went out there, man. I just I started jogging every day, just listening to affirmations every day, eating better. My skin got to glowing. I was drink, I was drinking water. I ain't never drank water in my life. I started Dang. drinking water when I went out there. It so just, you started thanking the water back in 2011? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Of life. It, it went up. I'm the new version of me, updated and upgraded. Taking an excursion with me, see life and appreciate it. I wake up, I drink my water, eat my steel cut oatmeal, hop behind the wheel, take my prince to school, home trail. Hit the gym with that gym corking, he stay on my back. When somebody wanna see you better, they gon' call you out on your slack. Crying and I'm in my joggers, jogging in my fanny pack. Pack a backwards up in there with the spirit of Andre Mac Drake. Yeah, I love my green spring mix and avocado. Kale and baby spinach, hold on, baby, let me finish. Talking limes, all the chokes and asparagus. Benevolence is evident that King cut on some getting better shit. Now, hard times, like him, Jake, fade away, focused on ball time. Like him, Jake, fade away, flavor King time. All the rest fade away. Out of nothing, I made away. The negative niggas, I stayed away. I'm enhancing and advancing in like every single way. I've been out of on a mission, baby, every single day. So I get it every single way, every single day. I wake up and I tell myself I'm getting better every day. I'm enhancing and advancing in like every single way. I've been out of on a mission, baby, every single day. So I get it every single way, every single day. I wake up and I tell myself I'm getting better every day. Then I shot, uh, then Papa, shout out to Papa, the producer. Papa was staying out there at the same time, and he loved Screw Cool. And I actually shot the Screw Cool video in Latonia. Okay. A lot of people don't know that, though. It's a song about Tulsa, but I shot shot it out there in Georgia. And we try to make it look less as Georgia as possible. So, oh. so he watchmen did. How do you, how, yeah, how do you make he Georgia did. look less Georgia? He really did watchmen. <laughs> watch oh my god! <laughs> he did. Hey, wow. Damn. That's a new one. Hey, for That's real. a good Shout one. Shout out, Papa, man. Chuck's and cold brews. Yeah. Man, you, you damn right. Dope Chuck's and cold brews. For uh, okay. I keep telling him to put that on streaming. You talking about? So this is kind of the beginning of. Your, your journey into your spiritual and your health journey and all of that. Um, so what has kind of inspired you to continue that going, I would say, and then in implementing that into your music? Like what kind of response do you see yourself getting from your fans and well, how, really, how does that change your life? Really, that was um, like leaving on my way out from Tulsa and then moving on. Like that was really the birth of King Cut because at the time, I stopped doing music. I recorded Screw Cool, put that out, and then left. Mm-hmm. And really planned on just, like, I was. I wrote a lot of R&B songs for uh, my brother's artists, and I was making a lot of beats and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, it was R&B stuff, and it was just like... 
So it's Flavio-like kind of? Yeah, I wrote notes fucking my cologne around that time. <laughs> and it was supposed to be, that was supposed to be for another R&B artist. That wasn't even supposed to be for me. Okay. I wrote Bowling. I made Bowling out there. It was all that stuff. That's None of that's. excuse me. None of that stuff was supposed to be for me. But, like, when I was making the transition into, like, when I said, when I made it a conscious decision. Actually, I had a friend out there that was like, if you're going to do chicken, you need to do chicken. If you're going to focus on rap, you need to focus on rap. And it, it just it, it stuck with me. And, like, uh, I, I told myself, like, I'm going I'm to I'm do music. And when I do it, I'm going to just go hard with it. And I'm going to make sure that these damn ad-libs is on every song. And uh, also, I, uh, like with the World Culture Music stuff, that's around the time. I, I came up with Favorite and Flavor and World Culture Music around the same time. And that's when I was like, I'm just going to try to, I'm going to try to just, just give them, feed them a little bit of, yeah. you know what I mean? A little bit of positivity and a little bit of trill. You know, here a little and bit there. of flavor. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give them some flavor. And it is a conscious tip on what you do musically that I think flies. It flew under the radar for me a while, but then I noticed like the I wouldn't necessarily trend, but like the wake up call with everything. Everyone's starting like eat healthy. We need to put better things in our bodies, yeah. but no one I think has articulated it in my eyes, major or minor, in the way you put it. Nah, which is super I dope. I don't think so. I I, I want to. I will take responsibility for making uh, being healthy cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, for real. Definitely. Well, and and then even shout out to uh, is it Larry June? Yeah, that's my son on the low. Hey. Yeah, because hey. when y'all brought him to World Culture Music Festival last year, my daughter was so hyped yeah. about him coming, and she's like, "He talks about smoothies, mom," and I'm right. like, "His raps," and she's like, "Yeah, you got right." It. You know, she was working at the juice bar. It's crazy because so. when he when he when we booked him or whatever, and uh, I told him I was like, "Od turned me on to your music," and he was like, "Hey, bro, you gotta hear him, bro. He like a Bay Area Kino." He was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah. who's Kino? I'm like me. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh okay. And I was, I was Talk telling him some legend shit. Who was that? Cashews and his uh, smoothies and stuff. Yeah. Making them creamy and stuff. Like I started that. But shout out to Larry June though. Yeah. But like for the whole food culture though. I mean, I just like eating healthy because I know you reference brunch quite a bit. Oh yeah. And I love that. Man, it's I, everyone loves that because everyone loves brunch. How do you hate on lunch? Like my my favorite lines, quick calling, cause I'm at lunch, balling with my daughter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for real. That's Yo, that's me. That's King Cut. That's that's beautiful. Cause that's King Cut. I pretty much uh, family values in the gyms. Yes. Like I be I be like when I when it comes to making music, I like to live it out. I like to take a t- like take take the time out to live it out, and then I'm just I'm a rap about it. And this then, is so true. I'm I'm thinking about every project you've ever done. I keep thinking about Flavio Cudatore. Like, it is a whole nother person. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, head to toe. Like, the way your hair is cut, the chain you're wearing, all the it. shirt you got on, the collar, the way it's laid. Like, everything. And all the way down to the wingtips. <laughs> it's yeah. like whatever he has on, he's going to become that person. Yeah, I can't, I, can't, I can't speak about it if I don't live it. It's wrong.
shit, then I'm probably dismissing you. They say they want this real shit, so that's all that they listen to. I can give a fuck about a hater talking down on me. Be the same peasants walking around without a crown on them. Strut around and Prada, a rider, just like a cider. Different smells, I got a lot of little daddy. That's how I got a nose fucking. So you, you have, um, put this i would say quite the vocabulary but it's like there have been a lot of little terms and stuff like i'm looking at your shirt right now gems are us what is a gem talk about it now. uh man it's so many it's so many ways i can describe it but like uh really just somebody that's being a self mm-hmm. and like pretty much tulsa produced gems because if you you come to tulsa you see it's a lot of people that's that stay that they're their self. It's only one CD. Mm-hmm. It's only one canvas. It's not a bunch of king cuts walking around. It's only one king cut. And that's the beauty of being a gym because you yourself. You know, like, you ain't got to be. Everybody is their self. And everybody yeah. walks and steps into their self. And, like, you know what I mean? It, it carries yeah. on, like, a royal connotation, I feel like, yeah. when it's spoken so about it's, these it's days. Pretty when much folks just, call it it's the pretty gyms. much somebody that's, that's got character, somebody with integrity. Somebody with just that's that's gonna be you know what I mean like you can you can smell it you can smell it on somebody you can mm-hmm. feel it you know what I mean the list is really long if we sat here and named everybody because yeah. we have so many people that just verse yeah you know verses uh, hey, verses of for real gym man right. versus just not man. free. You know, yeah, for real. all of Old House, every one of them, even though they're a collective, yes. they're all gems. Yes, they are. <laughs> the they collective. Are. For real. It's so many entendres to put on it, man. Like, yeah, it is. It is. Jewels. We gems. actually got a song Shining. called uh, Me and Folk, who came up with the Gems RS brand. Shout out to Mafio Folk. He, uh, me and him got a song called Gems RS, and we came up with it probably about, we made this song probably about, man. 2014. We've been saying it for so long. Really? We've been saying this, man. We've been saying this shit since like oh nine. Yeah, popped up on that. So that's right after Screw Cool. Yeah, we've been. I I like to look at your. Yeah, I say it in Screw Cool, but like we we've been we've been what's up, Jim? Like we've been man, we've been keeping it Jimmy for a minute. (laughs) Man, it was one of those things that literally, no lie, when I first I popped up. Mid conversation, I saw the word being thrown around. I didn't want to be that guy to be like, "Hey, what the fuck is a gem?" Right. But right. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> sit there, you listen long enough, and you see the connotation and the con- and like the, the the tone that is put on the word when it's spoken, brother to brother. You know what I'm saying? Or brother to sister, sister to sister. You know what I mean? It's like I said, that royal connotation is kings talking to kings and queens, kind right. of thing. Like right. And it, and you 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 understand it. It's like once you come into our world. Mm-hmm. You'll get it real, real quick. Flavor yes, sir. World. Yes, sir. Hey, this man does have his own You'll vocabulary, man. Like, sure. like building blocks. Yep. <laughs> Yo, flavor lingo, gym lingo. Oh man. Well, can we talk about the hard worker in you as well? Um, because clearly, we know you as an artist and what all you put into your your music. But can we talk about what you're doing when you're not creating? Like you, yeah, you are part you of sleep, bro. TNT Wangs. You got your lawn care service. Like you're a, a true Black Wall Street entrepreneur. Man, you know that so, come that come from my daddy. It mm-hmm. come from my mama. My mama always worked. My grandma always worked. She was a worker. And then it also come from them being workers. Like I'm the one that's really trying to break the cycle. 
like we need to work for ourselves like we i need to have mm-hmm. my family waking up saying hey uh get the flour ready because we need to open the donut shop or we need to do this you know what i'm saying we need to do that because i just i feel like we got we we uh we behind, <laughs> so it just it just gotta work, you know what I'm saying? But uh, man, it 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 came from uh, being around gyms, really mm-hmm. being yeah. around uh, like Squeak had a a, a hard working ethic. Uh, my best friend Fo, he had a hard working ethic. Kamau, he got a hard work ethic. He man, I like everybody around me. Really, my daddy, man, my daddy. Shout out to my daddy, man. He, he don't, he don't, he don't talk no other language but money. Hey. <laughs> 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 he, don't, he about that. Then you can and you can ask my girl, man. She, she know like she. I told her this is my year to work, and I don't want to do nothing but else work, else go. but work. Like I gotta work. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I took off. I took off the whole 2019, so I'm just like, I gotta work, I gotta work, I gotta work. Like it's too much I want. It's I got too many goals. I got too many man. I want an ice cream shop. I want I want my own water. Hey, I want. Oh, I can man, see that. It's, it, you hear me? It's too much. Perfectly I'm pH behind. balanced for flavor. And you already have the name for it, I'm sure. Yep, okay. I got. I'm not I gonna got. ask you what it is. You don't have to tell. Yeah, we ain't gonna put it out there. I'm gonna just drop it like it's hot. Yeah. Well, um, going back into your music, you are arguably one of the best hook writers in Tulsa. Come on. Anthems. Give it to me now. It's King Cut, you know who it is. Be that player that you like to miss. Be that player that you want to kiss. When you think of me, you think of bless. Wanna mess with you on And I just, I need to talk about the day of the cutting up video shoot hey. and how wonderful that was. <laughs> can, it was we, wonderful. can we go into that? Like Biggest phone move of my life. I got to give, I got to give a big old shout out to my brother, Steph Simon, for mm. uh, being a director. Because uh, people know, people know me from... Um, Writing great stuff, but I have no type of or no sense of direction when it comes to putting a visual together. Like I could direct anybody else's music videos, but mine, because like I, like when I write songs, it'd be like, damn, this shit is too big, and I don't have a ten thousand dollar budget to shoot the video. So we, I don't even know what I don't even know where to start. That's right. that everything and it's is like, damn, mentality. you over you overthinking it, Keenan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, uh, when it came to that, he put the treatment together. He was just like, here's the list. Do it like this. Do this is the singing you need to do. Do it like that. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, bet. Got track on the job. Yep. Woke up. Got him like. He showed track. up out of nowhere. Yeah, he's very out of nowhere. Shout hey. out to Track. That's my brother. <laughs> that boy. is a good track. Is track uh, is uh, he uh, he's one of my uh, 
he's more of a personal friend. Like all of my friends, we in bit like CD. Like he, he a personal friend, but we we do business together. Like yeah. me and Tone, we do business together. Me and Steph, we like all my friends. We are a business. And well, but because like gyms know how to separate business from personal. Exactly. So. That's what a gym. That's that's keeping a gym. You know what I'm saying? Because we know. And then we you messing with this WCM shit. You gotta have tough skin. You gotta you gotta know how to. Take the truth from your brother. Like, hey, you fucking up. Are you doing shit like this? Or we need to do stuff like this. Like, at the end of the day, it ain't no hard feelings because it's business. But, like, when it comes to track, that's my personal partner. Like, yeah. and when it comes to business, we're going to do business on a a friendship-ass level. But, like, he came through in the clutch when it came to cutting up because he was... In the fire truck yeah, showed up that. in the Who middle of the, got the fire oh, truck? man, that was... Or was that just like an on the an moment? That was a... Man, that was spare of the moment because they was coming down the street and my father just so happened to be a firefighter. So I was like, it, it make all the sense to to yeah. be in a video. I actually went to school to, to be an EMT to be a firefighter. But, really? Yep. But... It made me happy. My daddy yeah. was a volunteer firefighter. So I was like, get on the truck! Get on the truck! Right. It was such a moment. Yeah, shout out to uh, TFD. Yeah. Cutting up. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was thinking about it. I had to get it out. <clears throat> That's so good. So uh, let's let's get into snacking with flavor. Don't you think we need to? Yeah, we'll dip we, back into that. We, we need some time to talk about that one. So you've been calling 2020 the year of the producer? Yep, I've been saying that since 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, the flavor piece with two piece. I do. It's okay. just good. And now, snacking with flavor with DJ No Name. I do. Which, who is also Gary Mason. It is. Who is also, I say Nasa My Rag, but Nosa. everybody says it different. Nosa. Wait, I think I say Nosa. Actually. Nosa My Rag. Yeah. I got a playlist with, with Gary, beautiful Nosa. Yeah. <laughs> Gary's another worker, too. Yeah, straight yeah. up. That's a, that's a gym plus. So, how did all that come together? Like, what, when did you guys decide we need to work together? Man, it's crazy because Gary's so he's so damn inconspicuous and low key, yes. like a OG. <laughs> that uh, like he been around the scene for a minute, and he been um, we actually uh linked up with him uh one of them years of the World Culture Music Festival and had him shoot for us, but like um, he linked up, he got got much closer with Dalton. And uh, they did a lot of work, and it was just like he just was producing. He just was making, not producing in the sense of like producing music, but just being procreative and just like producing stuff and just mm-hmm. making stuff happen and just being that person that can make the moves happen. And um, do you feel like he's kind of like the glue in a lot of situations? Hell yeah, he the glue. I mean, call I him a, Elmer. Hell yeah, yeah. damn. Like, nah, gorilla glue. You hear me? You know, do you remember the things for the tight. Invite Gary Mason show? That yes. Put together. So that was how me and Malachi really connected. Like yeah. It was that day. Yeah. And then it wasn't just us. It was so many other stories. So I'm like, that's why I'm like, well, how did it happen? That makes you know, sense. Like, Malachi is a person that had to tell me how to say that backwards. But, uh, Thank and you then, and Gary Mason? Yeah. Well, just Gary Mason backwards was like, wait, oh, that's just his name no backwards, sir. dude. I was yeah. like, whoa. Yeah, it was, it was inevitable, though, for me and, uh, for me and Gary to uh, link up and come together or whatnot because uh, he already liked the music. And uh, I already liked his work, you know what I'm saying? Because I, 
you know, we peep, we peep out the people that be doing stuff behind the scenes. But, like, he uh, basically, we had got together, and um, he had shot some, um, he had shot, uh, I want to say two episodes of Snacking with Flavor on my YouTube mm-hmm. channel and whatnot. And um, he started uh, getting into the to the, the beat side of stuff, the loops, and... Um, Man, he just he just out of nowhere just started sending them to me, and uh, me and my girl, we had, uh, my family, we moved into a new spot, and we got this 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 nice new dining ta- dining room table, and I would just sit at that dining room table and just like be blown away because I like like damn, he sent me this like it's crazy because everybody know me as the high energetic rapper. Mm-hmm. And like when he sent me that, it brought me back to when me and Verse was in high school, drinking them strawberry smoothies from Quick Trip, getting high hey, wow. and rapping on, just digging in his daddy's crates and just yeah. and getting them Alex samples and just just rapping on samples stuff that's just like way older than us, and it it brought me back to that. And it just was like, damn, he brought something out of me that, that like, I knew it was there, but like I didn't even think I would even relive this. So it was just like, I'm recording this shit, and That's I'm putting dope. it out. So. Snacking with flavor. Uh, hey, uh, man, I miss saying my up and now I'm high, shopping wild high. This ain't no saying high. I might make a pie. I might take a pie. Depend on if it's Keenan or Terrell. Nah, I don't steal. You a buster. I take your shit. In them offices, I'm known as Mr. Take No Shit. I was OT cooking for niggas like a traveling chef. I ain't never judged for nobody. Did it for myself. I'm a gem like KY Dooney, ADZ, and Zoe. Pico, Beanie, and Thermals if I'm out in the snow. Out in Minnesota with Sean jamming on Taylor J. Might slide by the butt naked, do it the play away. Them Wally's gotta be the right fit if you gon' rock them. Wally up in Legends tonight, know he gon' rock them. Ride by my old middle school, think of what I became. Dodged a lot of deadly things, and I overcame Kane. I ain't gon' lie, Kane got me out of tussle. Had to move around when that nigga killed my brother. Kuta died CO2 and who stepped in? I talked to caution every week, yeah, we stayed locked in. Squeak held me up from the jump, oh, that gym too much. Just like Jerry, he stay on my head, that shit is priceless. Can't do number win and exploit every talent. Think about where I wanna be, it's such a goddamn challenge. These dreams cost a lot and they bigger than life. Fuck being average, I gotta be bigger than life. I say these dreams cost a lot and they bigger than life. I was hoping you were gonna say it came from your your YouTube videos. I mean, it, it was it coincided because like it was they like they all ran together. Yeah, it coincided because I, I was like when I when when I presented when Gary was giving me the beats and I presented the idea to him, I was like I had made a little mock up of a menu. And it was pretty much the stuff that I planned to put on the um, episodes mm-hmm. and the stuff that's already on the episodes. And I'm just like, I'm going to name these songs after menu items. And then there it is. Okay, Number so let's, 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 let's just give a, a track or examples of some of the tracks. Doc, you, you name a couple. We of got them. the fried salmon with veggie pasta. Personal favorite. Crustacean cake. 
Eggs Benedict. Yes, sir. Like, that just sounds like it drips. Tulsa food trucks. Of course, of course, of course. And then also, Fiesta on Jensen Drive got the best pineapple in Houston. That's a they statement, a title, a record. They do. It, it, that, uh, it's so hard to pick a favorite track. Right. But my favorite track is Turkey Burgers with Sweet Potato Fries. Okay. For uh, many reasons. Because Turkey Burgers, I, told, I sent you... A response to your Instagram story the other day. I said because you, you turkey burgers are fire and that heat wave sample is fire right. too. Yo, that's my favorite star of the story. I love that heat wave song. Shout out to Gary Mason, man. Yeah, man. Like he he man, he 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 a student of the game. That's one thing I I like. I like students of the game. Like mm-hmm. y'all too. Y'all are students of the game. Like y'all, like just how you caught that sample. Like, yeah, ain't nobody just gonna know that off top. Off top, you know what I'm saying? That's what I do. Yeah, exactly. But yet and still, though, you love this shit. I like people that love this shit because yeah. I love it. You know what I'm saying? So, does that make like, me a gym? Yeah, off okay. top, gym, gym. <laughs> this a gym. Come on now, off top, a gym. Yeah. But and then let's also talk about the Al Green sample. In the Fiesta on Jensen yeah. Drive. I got so hyped because I'm like, oh, as a DJ, I'm like, let me find that Big Mike player player real quick so we can play this. <laughs> when you talking about Houston at the same time and yeah, rap a lot, I'm right. like, oh. Yeah, that's what everybody think of when they hear that. Yeah. And what's crazy is I'm over here looking at CD and I'm like, on the cool CD, missed out on that pineapple because he was somewhere across. <laughs> he was on the other side of hey, Houston at the time. Wow. When like, I man, went we and got, got that pineapple. pineapple, man, that pineapple was yellow as them lemons. Really? Man, that, that damn pineapple was, man, it tastes like candy. For it was, man, they got the best. I done been a lot of places. I traveled around, but I never found the town like T-Town. Something about old Tulsa make you have to move around. I'm just taking some weeks away until the heat go down. North side of the H where I'm likely found. In that Northwood Manor with Nick Baker and Roy. Homestead, shout out to Acres Home. Be on Wayside, can't pass up T. Will. First came, we was on that Southwest fucking with Asians. Get a room by guessing to barely see Caucasians. I remember the screw shop when it was on Cullen. I remember the gallery, a parking lot, smoking cousin. Four spill activists on Ralph Lauren Rug. Threezy straight through that bitch, y'all country as fuck. I caught my Franco at Johnny's and King Best Fleet. Know about that shit if you know about the SUC. Remember the night I had to get on that court key. Told him I'ma beat him up if he don't give me that key. In that tie hole, my nigga was in that bitch sleep. T and Tave in the back of that whole four deep. Play that dream number three on that crown EP. Earlier was in faces, poppin' champagne with squeak. Hit up Onyx for some wings, I'ma ride with G. We in that long motherfucker abusing the back massage seats. All-star weekend, the same shit. Left ledges at 7 a.m. in the same fit, nigga. Hard hitters on my mama George Young is a Houston God nigga. Know about Timmy Chance across the street from Active Athlete. So much that I can say no other place can compete. Hey, the look he just gave me. I don't think y'all understand. Give me a visual of what is a pineapple supposed to look like before you cut it? Um, so you know, if it's not ripe, the pineapple gonna look green mm-hmm. in appearance. But uh if it looks a little um, if it looks yellow, yellowish, or it looks a little kind of yellowish, brownish, like you might want to pick that thing up and smell it. Cause if and if it smells sweet, 
that let you know. Or if you look, at, if you pick a pineapple up and you look at the bottom, and you see like it's kind of um, like where they cut it off at. Uh-huh. You can, cause you know pineapples grow up they from grow the, ground. the ground, yeah, mm-hmm. and and like where they cut it at. If you see it kind of like kind of like in early stages of mold, that's how you know. It's like, nice. yeah, that bad don't, boy. Just don't let it go. That brown. bad boy ripe. Yeah, yeah don't let it go don't brown. Let it go brown. It, it get real gassy and turn into alcohol. Yeah, yeah you well, have some pineapple wine. Yeah. I mean, I've messed around with a tad bit of fermentation. Yeah, it's, you, it's you can fun. taste it too. It's fun. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, what I do, hibiscus. It's, it's like and, kombucha. Yeah, <laughs> the the tartiest, nasty. No plan. But yeah, uh, this whole compilation, um, like you said, student of the game, Gary Mason. Yeah. Super shout out. Like the few times I've had to connect with him on a musical level same conversations occur and I love to hear these like that no previews he did with dial tone oh, yeah. um, it's got it's the same reverberations favorite. but this project different because I'm like I have this like vision that Gary's at his computer and he's looking at these shots that he took of you for it and everything is fucking perfect mm-hmm. everything fits like that it looks exactly what you should be listening to mm-hmm. and making Mm-hmm. At this entire time, it is a full experience. It's not just an auditory. You get to looking and thinking about what you're talking about as far as these dishes. It's like I'm starting to salivate. Right? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> real. I'm salivating. <laughs> kind of thing. Like, like, I'm getting hungry, and then like you be in there listening, and the hips get sliding, uh, and yeah. your cadence because your cadence, man. And like you said, you. You do the R&B stuff, man, and then you talked about how this brought you back to stuff that you did with Verse. Yeah. And I've seen flickers of this at freestyle sessions at the Pony for yeah. sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. But um, you bring me back to this Memphis flow, to this late 80s, mid 90s, or late 80s, early, early, early 90s East Coast flow. Yeah. Like, you you got it all, bro. That's, that's gym yeah. shit. Yeah. I appreciate that. I grew up on all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I want to go back into you touching on um, world culture music um, and how we're clearly constructive criticism is a must oh, in yeah. that camp. Oh, yeah. Um, and let me just say oh, on yeah. a personal level, being around a lot of world culture, WCMF <laughs> artists at the Feli recording sessions, the Fire and Little Africa recording sessions was like a whole window into oh yep i've seen it before yeah but only at like right before performance time you know what i'm saying things like that or maybe around festival time too but like this was different mm-hmm. this was like right before a session no man you got it this, this this anyway let's go back into that how how did first of all world culture music form who is world culture music um and let's just yeah take us on a world ride. culture music came about around um, okay, so around the time I was making the transition into King Cut, so I want to say, uh, I want to say Crystal Pistol era, like Crystal Pistol Yeti, Sound Pony era was coming into play, and like, I pretty much was like, I wasn't, I wasn't doing the Keno the Champ, Champ of Trill Man type shit, and I wasn't, I'm, I was off of that, mm-hmm. and I was trying to make a transition. It really started as a genre. I was like, like I want to get these hits off. I want to write these songs, and like this shit ain't really hip hop. This ain't pop. This ain't R and B. Like, I, what the hell can I call this? 
this is world culture music. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, I presented the uh, the idea of it being a label to Steph, Steph Simon, one time. And uh, he pretty much ran with it. So I was just like, all right, yeah. It's a perfect is, transition from Tulsa World because that, that was, yeah. A, yeah. It was a hot yeah. property right yeah. there, too. Yeah, and then like he pretty much ran with it, and it was it was just like yeah, okay, this will yeah this is this is pretty much it. So I want to say somewhere around somewhere around twenty twenty ten ish, eleven ish, somewhere around there. Don't quote me though, but yeah, somewhere around there. And um, world culture music is a D V A Yellow, uh, Steph Simon, Dial Tone. Keezy Cuts, King Cut, um, First Verse, of course, uh, Paid, Ando, Track. That's pretty much like the... Um, Shout out to Ando. That's everybody yeah. that's, that works with works on the festival. But like, uh, man, really, world culture music is it's a, it's a big-ass umbrella, man, and a, a lot of people is under it. You know, kind of make you think of the native tongues. It's pretty much bit. like True. that, man, because it's like it's like like Jerry Mountain's world culture music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like it is what it is. And then we got sub world culture music people. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like it's just it is what it is. So is it like a record label? Will it? I wouldn't. It's a collective. Okay. It's a collective. collective. There you collective. go. I know that that word well. Yeah. So you got a lot of many separate entities, yeah. but yeah. when it's time to come like together, like all houses, world culture music. We like we yeah, agree. Collective. You know what I mean? But so, you don't. So I'm thinking collective. about to like the younger artists that come after you. Yeah. So because. You were bragging on someone the other day, and I just was so impressed. Like, I can't believe you even know all of this about him. Yeah, I, I, but, I'm, I'm down with Young Trunks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm down That's, with Young Trunks, man. He got, he got work ethic. Hysteria. Oh, Something a lot up. of people don't have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, That's a gym right there. He, he be his full self, and he be popping that shit on them albums, <laughs> on them songs. And he, so... Getting growth, you know. How would that branch off? Like, would, would is that a possibility in the future? Is that something y'all ever think about? Like, bring another artist under your world, world culture music wing. If we you will? actually got a plan to do so. Okay. We actually got a plan to do I so. To like, to like, um, we we like individually we've been doing it, but like as artists, you don't you don't want to like. For instance, like I was micromanaging. Um, Hakeem Olajuwon and like as an artist that's active and he's an active artist you don't want to be trying to you know what I mean right. like if you put your hands in my career like I really gotta go hard for you and like if I'm trying to do my own thing like I can only give you the game that I got and like let you do your thing you know what I'm saying right. so mm-hmm. it's kind of like once we get to a point where it's like we slow down yeah, for sure. Like A and R's development teams. Yeah, but like we we are A and R's. We are yeah, we all always A&R. been that. Each other's albums. We all uh, do creative input and make sure that we putting out the best quality stuff. So that, that's kind of lends to that everything is us mentality. Can you talk about what that means to you? Man, everything is us. Really is everything is us. Cause I mean, you what you see like. The camaraderie and the uh, the support 
that uh goes around in Tulsa. The uh the way people move, the um the stuff that's just going on here, like ain't nobody ever did no festival, not no big ass hip hop festival mm-hmm. in Tulsa. Let yeah, let alone Oklahoma let alone let alone this region. Like yeah. that's us. You know what I'm saying? Like making it cool to promote somebody else's album, that's us. Like Making it cool to not even hate on nobody. That's us. You know right. what I'm saying? A lot like, of hating. Supporting town. other people's brands. That's us. Having a Black Wall Street mentality. That's us. Like, you can't deny it. For real. Yeah. There was a lot of fragmented you know sectors like, within the town for a long time. You know what I'm saying? This is the biggest effort of community and unity. You look bad if you're if you hating. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're going outside if you, if you, uh, if you even look like you're going against it. <laughs> Like that's why I say everybody world culture music. Yeah. Until it's time until we do something and people get on Facebook and feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Well but we, we can talk about that another time. Yeah, yeah. For sure. We blocking negativity. That's water <laughs> under the bridge. Season. We're blocking all negativity. <laughs> that's water under the bridge. That's exactly. Flint water so, under the bridge. So let's get into I want you to talk about your experience with the recording sessions of the album for Fire in Little Africa. Um, you know, start with what it was like at the Greenwood Cultural Center and then go into the Skyline Mansion. How did that feel? It was it was uh magical. It was uh it was surreal. <laughs> it was uh it was everything I dreamed of and everything that I uh wanted that I was manifesting years ago. It was everything that like I was there, I was present in the moment, I was there for it. I loved it, but in the words of uh, Kanye West, when you try hard, you die hard. So I wasn't trying to do too much because I'm working on five projects at this at the at the time we was working on that. So I was just like, I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be off in this basement. I'm gonna be closer to my Tulsa gyms, and we just gone. You know, whatever whatever they need, I'm gonna be there and I'm gonna do it. Like, but I wouldn't I wasn't just trying to hop from room to room and like I was vibing with everybody and hanging with everybody and loving mm-hmm. just loving to be there really I was just being present but I wouldn't I just was like you know cause I, I know who's over this project so I'm like I ain't trying to uh, exhaust myself to get my shit taken off I ain't <laughs> I'm going to put just the right amount of stuff on here, and we're going to, yeah, that's going to yeah. be that. But too like, much salt ain't good, baby. You got to nah, put the right amount of salt on it. You got to right be balanced out, man. <laughs> yeah. You can't have too much cayenne. You can't have yeah. too much garlic. You got to balance that shit out. Sprinkle it. You know what I'm saying? Flavor, pink salt, flavor going to do what he do. But uh, it, was, it was overall great to have pretty much everybody from the state all in in one space and uh just to yeah. be in the I just was I was just like man we in the, we in a goddamn mansion recording <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. like to see Fociano halfway passed out on the beanbag you know what I'm saying to see medicine just <laughs> just glad he in the in here getting his tuss of energy you know what I'm saying to see canvas goddamn just being a damn star producer, he already a rock star. You I know, I think what about saying? him in the brunch room at the mansion. Hey, That's yeah. one of my favorite moments of Canvas. Yeah, and, <laughs> and to see Malachi, to see Malachi, the positive vibe in the same kitchen where this man killed himself was just like, yeah. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was it was beautiful. It was it was like, man, come on, man. Then we got Oil House. Man, Oil House did a goddamn song. Man, I could keep going on about that whole experience. Like, it was it was great. And then the um I don't know if it was View who had them people down there, but to have them come through here and uh me and Paid giving them uh paid tea. <laughs> And like giving them the full experience, I'm spilling paid tea on these floors. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just beautiful, man. To like to have have people like to come feel it and come see it and like be interested more in the story of uh, of Black Wall Street, the history. You know what I'm saying? And speaking it was, specifically it was beautiful. about media, a lot of that were here to you know journalists, writers yeah. who were here to experience. Um, that whole process. They was intrigued and they loved it. Like they was, I mean, if I ain't on the outside looking in, I know how they felt. I mean, coming to Tulsa, like, Mm -hmm. like they was blown. It was, it was a mind fuck. And then there was like a lot of seeing, looking at their tweets and looking at their Instagrams, like a lot of them, that was their last time literally being outside. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like, it was like, man, we had a hell of a time in Oklahoma, of all places, and like, man, this is priceless. It was priceless. It was a, it was a great weekend. It's yeah. gonna be a great ass project. One of the best projects to come out the state. For sure. The best. I'm gonna put that firmly. I'm gonna put yeah, the stamp best. firmly yeah. on the best. The best. I haven't made my best album yet, so. We're going we're gonna to say the best, though, for right now. Fila is the best. And so okay. getting into what for right this now. entire project is about, Fire in Little Africa, is about you know creating an album talking about the Tulsa Race Massacre. Yes. So can you tell us how old you were when you first learned about what happened in on Black Wall Street on Greenwood? Man, I was a kid kid. I was like in elementary or something because I got a... I got an entrepreneur-ass uncle named Mitchell Lane, who uh, he had a, a stage play, and it was called Little Africa on Fire. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember him having the little, I went, what is the it, program? a pamphlet, yeah, a, pa- mm-hmm. a program, and it was red with the black fire on it, and it was it was about Black Wall Street, you know what I'm saying? He got black he got blackballed for it, and eventually ran out of Tulsa for it because like they in like 92, 93 people mm-hmm. weren't trying to hear that shit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but like I knew it. I've been knowing about it you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying because like my family talked about it like we was talking my uncle talked about it and then I got some rebellious ass militant ass uncles you know what I'm saying like that that, that talked about it and then also um just being around older people, like that's like militant and rebellious type, you know what I'm saying? Like they really just broke it down. Like especially having time, like on a road trip. I went, I took a road trip, and um, man, it was an older cat. This was like in my like early twenties when I started finding out about everything. Like, excuse me, the the like. The beauty of it, just the the best the best side of it. Like he was like, he he talked about pretty much from like nineteen eighteen, going all the way up until like 
the fifties and like he just talked about pure black excellence in North Tulsa. And I was just like, damn. He's talking about Dunbar Elementary, he's talking mm. about Carver, he's talking about Booker T, he's talking about the damn malls, he's talking about skate rinks. He's just talking about everything, like all the way from like even you know what I mean, like the yeah. remnants, right? Like the the end, like you yeah, know. What you I'm mentioned that, that yeah. You mentioned that in this episode too. It's like there was a bigger surge, a large surge after the massacre, like yeah. the resiliency. Yeah, yeah. And like I, like I, I don't know. Like my daddy, he always, yeah. We we North Tulsa. That's all we knew. So like we didn't really leave North Tulsa. So like all we seen was black entrepreneurship out there, you know what I'm saying? Like from people selling, from the little dude selling the uh, the little barbecue sandwiches to um, Wilson's. Can- candy lady in your apartment to, complex. Man, come on now. Patchy Manor. Gibbs to, yeah, we had, a, we had like three successful candy ladies in my hood. We had one that, would, man, we would, we would even like go to other people's hood because like, damn, she got the, she got the bigger pickles. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you do Tootsie Pop in your yeah. pickle? I used to put, uh, there was this one candy lady, she had these little uh, blueberry, you know, like the uh, the little, the little uh, branch brand uh, yeah. cherry balls that you get at the at the warehouse market at the grocery store. She had some blueberry ones. I used to put that bad boy in there. If not, we'll do a, a Jolly Rancher. You know oh, what I'm saying? Whoever had the Kool-Aid frozen in the styrofoam cups, which came. Yeah, the, they, the cool cups was the, the lady that was, like, on the other side. The lady that was, like, right directly in my hood, she had, uh, she had the damn, uh, man, I can't think of that juice. It was the quarter water The quarter water yeah. yeah. But the, the other lady, she, she made her own cool cups, and them hoes was syrupy. That little syrup at the bottom. Yes. Hey, you tear all the stuff up one way, eat that last chunk, and it's just there, just waiting yeah, for you. She, the nectar. She, she was like that thick she was one. Cold with so it. the flavor tasting was starting at a really young age. Oh clearly. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> with the cool cups. It did. Oh man. Well, um, I don't know, Doc. What else you got? Because I, I, I really wanted to know more about you know, how you learned about the massacre. So it's kind of refreshing to hear you say that you've known about it most of your life. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of people did not. Yeah, a lot of people. And it, it, it kind of messed me up knowing a lot of people didn't either. And it was just like, damn. I am very interested yeah. in this like, play. As I, as I got into uh, numerology and, like, learning about my life path, like, like I, like, damn, like, Everything it happens for a reason, and I am the way I am for a reason. Like I am a descendant of Black Wall Street. Right. Like I holistic am, man. Like it's very holistic. Like I'm a living, walking, breathing descendant of Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Like it was a it was a goddamn king cut walking around in 1919 doing what I do. Call him Jim. He just Prime. wasn't rapping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's Jim Prime right Maybe. there. Right. He probably was. He probably, he probably was. People was rapping. It just walking was, around going, oops, oops, oops. He probably, he probably was <laughs> with a, a, a 24 karat gold uh, uh, chain watch or something. You know what I'm saying? Like the pinky ring. Yeah, all that. Yeah, for real. Man. Twirling around. 
Um, I didn't have any real questions, man. Just admiration and adoration. Like yeah. I think one of my favorite verses from you is on Sarah's track, Nine Aliens. Yeah. Uh, whenever I get a chance to play that, I repeatedly fuck the Tulsa Police Department. They get some whole black behind. Bro. <laughs> yes, they can. That's 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 some hard shit, man. That's some hard shit. Yeah, but between that, I also would like to know, like, what. For you personally, working as an artist, what would you say your favorite project has been to do today? Man, it's got to be Snacking With Flavor because I just I had so feel. much fun, man. I had so much fun and it brought me back. It just brought me back to, uh, I basically got to a point where, okay, so like when I started out making music, it was more on the like, it was more conscious driven. Mm-hmm. And then it got to a point where it was more hit driven. Okay. Like I gotta make hits. I gotta make hits. I gotta make. I can't. Can't nothing miss. I gotta shoot to hit to miss. You know what I'm saying? I gotta shoot to hit. Shoot to hit. Shoot to hit. And then I got to a point where it's just like, oh man, I'm gonna create whatever the fuck I want. Like when once Flavio Cudatori came, it was like floodgates open on creativity. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm gonna create whatever I think of, whatever I come up with. I'm gonna create because I mean by that by the time. Cutting up came out. Cutting up overshadowed every damn song I done made. So, mm-hmm. and I'm still making money off of it. So it's like, all right, I can I can make a whole damn punk project right now, and uh, you I'll me. be all right, <laughs> whether it's flop or not. If this is what I want to do, this is what I'm gonna do. Hey, so, you have Mike D on guitar. You if straight. I, if I want to make a damn no. reggae project, that's what I'm. I want to do a reggae thong project. We're gonna do it. Like I'm just doing what I want to do. And that's and like at this point, snacking with flavor was just it came out of nowhere. Cause like I had projects, I got projects already uh, planned with seriously K Five, see with it. Mm. I had the project with uh, two piece already planned, and then everybody else who I'm working with. So it was just like. I gotta get this one off. This I love this. Like I it's never so wrote cute. a project so it's so dope. Yeah. Man, it's it, more it just, personal. It, it that's how it feels because I'm like, because I do know you personally, yeah. and so it's like when it came out, I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm standing in your kitchen, right? And it's, you are telling yeah. me about what you're cooking right now. Yeah. My favorite part, and I'm just talking. Really. Yes, <laughs> it's just that's talking. It. But my favorite part <laughs> is at the end of turkey burgers with sweet potato fries because it's a clip from you talking about ground turkey yeah. and how you have to kind of over-season a little bit, yeah. you know, because it doesn't really... I'm Damn going, right. Yeah, yeah. like you everything do. you're saying, I'm like, it's, it's true. That's what it, that's you what do. you got to do with ground turkey. And then you need to put it in the fridge for a little bit and you let do. it marinate. And- you Speaking do. of turkey burgers, I heard you got some competition out there on that turkey burger Man, front from one of Saint your... Man, St. Dominic. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I didn't oh, know about this. Oh, St. Well, Dominic been trying to pull my... Turkey burger card for so long, and he actually did. Uh, he actually made a great looking um, turkey burger on Instagram. But at the time, me and my me and baby, we was going vegan, so I was just like, "Shit, you can get this goddamn plant based <laughs> burger." You know what I'm saying? But that other than that, in? though, like, <laughs> like I can't accept this challenge right now, man. I mean, I'll make it, but I mean, somebody else gonna eat it. You know what I'm saying? No, but, I'm like, please let me be the judge. Right. I was right. like, episode of that Parks and Rec with Chris and Ron. But I, I mean, like, I don't, I don't, I'm a capitalized type person, so like, <laughs> I want to do it. I want to do it, and goddamn, 
ticket sales. Iron like, Chef style. Y'all pull up. You know what I'm saying? We this is yes. That's why I said me and Saint Dominic sold out Turkey Burger Cookoff. Mm-hmm. Had to let it ride. Took the hook off. Like I meant that. Like like for real. And like we actually we talked it. about it. We talked about it months before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like. I'm just glad that he even cooks for his damn self. Hey, you know wow. what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, so yeah. It's, and then he he actually Oops. he actually do great. Like he uh he did some innovative shit by putting that cilantro in there. I actually gave him the nickname Cilantro Baby. Hey, that's his, that's he the name. Cilantro in his turkey burger. So I didn't I see that. In it. I was wondering about that because yeah. actually, I'm not even wondering. You just. Yeah, something just sparked. You blew my mind because I follow him on Twitter. When I first started following him on Twitter. He switched his name to Lil Cilantro Baby. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Uh-uh. Yeah, like, I down. Didn't call that. <laughs> yeah, Cilantro Baby. Uh-uh. Yeah, I I don't know where the hell that shit came from. I just I just started calling him that one day. I, I, either we was talking about putting cilantro in your in your water, or I don't oh, know what it was. Cilantro and cucumber, from, lemon. Yeah, you doing uh-huh. all right? Me and Dom is foodies. I love it. Shout love out see, to the foodie community. Did. You inspired. Man, I, I'm glad. I love it. I got OD cooking. OD be cooking his ass off, too. He be low-key getting it in. So mm-hmm. you know I have to ask who's going to be on your next uh, episode like when you do your YouTube Man. show. Because I'm asking for a friend. I, I know Allie's going to be on there one day. But uh, <laughs> I actually was going to record one yesterday because I felt so bad that I've been yeah. leaving people... You know, just in the Has dark. It's been a minute. Yeah, I was, but like I'm, I'm trying to have people catch up to the views. Like the views ain't right. matching, so right. I'm like, all right, well, hey man, you're gonna starve them, so to speak. Right, somewhere. But I was gonna make, uh, I was gonna make purple cabbage egg rolls and Ooh. throw that up there. Yes, sir. I still that. have yet to do that. I mean, but uh, you do something cool with Porto Bello too. I might, I might shoot it one of these that, like Sunday or something. Ain't no telling, man. All right, well, hey. How do we find you the on next YouTube? Guess. Well, uh, King Cut TV. That's K E E N G C U T TV. Yep. Or either uh, WCM Tulsa. But yeah, that's that's where you can find WCM Tulsa. That's where you can find the first three episodes of Snacking with Flavor, and then going forward, King Cut TV. Okay. Is where you can find all the latest. All right. Well, we want to thank King Cut, a.k.a. Flavio Cudatore, a.k.a. I just could keep going on, but I'm not going Lil to. Lil K. King of Lil the K, change. I think, has been my right. favorite so far. Bring that back. But we want to thank him for being on the show today. Um, man, I've been, I've been looking forward to this for a very long time, and I love hearing all these backstories. So... We want to remind you on behalf of the Fire and Little Africa podcast to be the spark. Protect your flame. And oops, oops, oops. Pass the torch. Pass the torch, baby. (laughs) Perfect. So in honor of TNT Wang's now open at their new location, 2314 East Admiral Boulevard in the Kendall Whittier District, right outside Lovemore Hookah. Here's a jam from Snacking with Flavor. Tulsa Food Trucks. Dressed in all black, looking godly. Pinky ring on, just cleaned up, probably. 
Smelling like oil or bond, I can do both, baby. You can get the knife for the fist, I can do both, hater. Never underestimate a player thinking it's sweet. I'm thinking some sucker in jewels with no heat. Cousin, I'm so gym that when we meet up, you can come through and put both of your feet up. Tell the ladies, hang up their coats, light the gas up. Later on, hit the party, go get some laughs in. Ain't even on the dance floor, them diamonds is dancing. Get some shades, baby, out here feeling like OD. All this flavor in me, I might fuck around in OD. Pay tea uniced, the champagne flights. Titties and perfume, these is my kind of nights. Look at Tuss, I'm drunk as hell, but I ain't gonna throw up. If anything, I'ma hit TNT, I'll get some donuts. Get my gym the rest of the B, tell them take care of that. Get baby back to the house and take care of that. Get the munchies out the sex, pull a waffle iron out. Now you're snacking with flavor. Know what I'm talking about? I can give this flavor to you. Coming out the speakers on my baby Disky three making plays in Egypt. If it ain't WCM, it ain't concerning me. Set my mind at ease, honey.